The Bee True Chronicles by J.S. Blue Chapter 5 Friends in High Places The river current pulled Beetroot towards the mountain range to the west. By the time she popped her head out of the water for air, she was shocked to see that she was almost past the line of fire horns on the riverbank to her right. They looked down at her, confused as to what to do next, unmoving. Stop her, you fools! Stop her now! yelled Colonel Rise. But the Firehorns continued to stand by the riverbank, watching as Beetroot slipped further and further away from them. The water will kill us, Colonel! exclaimed one Firehorn. There's no way for us to retrieve her until she gets out of the river, yelled another. Follow her, you imbeciles! shouted an exasperated Colonel Rise. Beetroot was struggling. Though she was an excellent swimmer, it was difficult for her to keep her head above water. She was also worried about Brick, but was too far down the river to see him. The river began to widen significantly, and the pull of the current became less powerful. The firehorns were trotting down the river bank to Beetroot's right so as to not lose sight of her, but were now much further away from her as she swam towards the left side of the river. Colonel Rise, seeing this, barked, Stunzen! Metali! Jensen! Fireballs to the left of her are my mark! Mark! The three firehorns launched fireballs from their horns that arced over the river to the left side of Beetroot. Beetroot could feel the heat of them as they passed just over her head and extinguished upon impact with the water. Again! yelled the frustrated colonel as the three firehorns launched three more fireballs to the left of Beetroot. This time, she simply ducked under the water as she swam. We can do this all day, Lady Beetroot. We will continue to walk alongside of you until you tire, inevitably, and are forced to come out of the water, said Colonel Rise with a sinister smile. Beetroot knew this was true. She had no plan other than to stay in the water until she had one. But she was very tired, and she was already considering giving up versus drowning. She heard rumbling to her left, turned to look, and saw a large group of firehorns trotting up to her position on the south bank. You are surrounded on both sides, Beetroot. I can see the exhaustion in you. Get out of the water, and we will escort you to your meeting with the chairman. Stop wasting time. The harder you make this, the harder the chairman will make things on you. Beetroot looked down the river and saw that it began to narrow a few hundred feet away. With her options decreasing down to none other than surrender, she felt nearly all remaining energy deplete from her body. The struggle to keep afloat, even swimming with the current, had worn her down. Swim towards the bank when the river narrows. Ahead and get out there. Let's get on with next steps. And be true, do not ever attempt such insubordination again. Beetroot looked all around her, looking for a way to escape. There was nothing. She dog paddled toward the river bank, defeated. The colonel had walked down near the bank to her right to escort her out of the river. Firehorns now lined both sides of the river as far as she could see. Defeat is always painful, child. 
Uh, not that I would know that from personal experience, mind you, but I've seen that look on your face so many times before in countless victories across this world. The sound filled the entire world and came from directly above them. Bichu looked up and saw a massive black eagle descending upon her. Its wingspan nearly covered the full width of the river. All the firehorns looked up in awe as the giant bird dropped rapidly towards Bichu in the river. Each flap of its gigantic wings created enough wind force to push the firehorns backwards, causing many of them to fall down. The muscles in Beatru's arms and legs were burning as she attempted to swim away from the approaching eagle. Within seconds, the giant eagle's massive talons opened to grab Beatru and pull her out of the river. Fire horns! Full group strike! Take out that cursed eagle on my mark and aim for its heart! Mark! At once, hundreds of fireballs blazed with fiery trails towards the eagle with a terrified Beechu in its clutches. But just as the converging fireballs were about to strike the great bird, it looked up and shot skyward with amazing speed. The bulk of hundreds of fireballs converged at the same moment into a single point, causing a massive explosion. Bichu looked down in horror as the blast wave engulfed all of the firehorns. The giant eagle had saved her, but Bichu was more terrified than ever. She clung desperately to the talons surrounding her as she looked down at the landscape below her. The river was so small below her that it looked like a small dark vein on the surface of the Great Plain. She could see the fires left from the explosion but could not see if any of the firehorns were still alive. They were already far too high for her to make out any details below. She hoped the brick was still alive and wondered if she'd ever see him again. She looked out in front of her and saw they were heading towards the mountains. They were as high as many of the mountains she had seen in the distance over the past two days. The sun hung in the late afternoon sky. Midday, up one of the first snow-covered peaks at the beginning of the mountain range, Bichu saw a small, dark opening. As the eagle approached the opening, Bichu could see that it was the entrance to a cave with a small landing in front of it. The eagle hovered over the ledge in front of the cave and released Bichu from its talons. She fell a few inches to the ground, face first, as the eagle rotated, flapping dust in Bichu's face and landing several feet away from her. Oh, Bichu, I'm so very sorry about all of this, said a familiar voice that Bichu knew at once. It was Queen Cosmo, who had suddenly emerged from inside the cave. Bichu felt immediate relief at the sight of the queen and smiled happily. I'm so very sorry I left you stranded on the plain. I will explain everything, answer all of your questions. Please, though, follow me inside. We have much to discuss and much to prepare for said the queen as she waited for Bichu to get up slowly and follow her inside the cave. End of chapter 5